Hey guys, Heather here. We are super excited to get into our second episode of the March Badness Tournament Part 2. But first, I just want to give you a heads up that the audio on this episode is not the best. Uh, unfortunately, Mike's uh, microphone was pulling from the wrong source and not to get into too much technical mumbo jumbo, but it sounds like a built-in computer mic and our guest uh, often also use built-in computer mics. So you can definitely tell the difference. Uh, the content is still good and you should still be able to hear, but I definitely want to apologize for the audio quality on this particular episode. And I hope you'll bear with us. Uh, we got a lot of fun stuff in store for you. So stay tuned. Make it stop. Bad music. Good times. <laughs> I'm Heather Mack. I'm Mike Dunn. And I'm sorry. I'm really, really sorry. And I'm mostly, I'm, I'm really sorry for myself because I am once again remembering how unbelievably draining, like soul crushing and draining this March badness endeavor of five episodes, 10 terrible albums, just like back to back to back to back to back. It's such an assault. It's so exhausting. I literally just had to take a power nap and like eat like too much edibles and like try to like medicate myself out of what I had to endure um, for for reasons, for, for entertainment. Are you entertained, Stoppies? Mike, how you doing? Uh, well, uh, it's, it's my, uh, my birthday weekend, so, uh, I got up to a little 34-year-old man, uh, drinkery, and so I'm very hungover <laughs> today. Uh, we gave Mike Dunn a sweet little surprise birthday party last night, and that is, you generally, we had a very, very wonderful time, but you don't want to wake up with a, a, a mid-30s hangover and then listen to Train, and, I'll tell you And what. 21 Pilots. <laughs> Oh, whether you're God. taking the train or the 21 planes, it's it's a rough <laughs> ride. It's a rocky ride. Oh, <laughs> Lots God. of turbulence. It, it's literally like the green line. <laughs> it's, it's like being hung over on the green line with just like the screeching, like lurching, like scraping around corners. Like oh. It's all about to <laughs> fall apart. Remember that? Yes, I definitely remember <laughs> wanting to uh, puke on the green line several times in my life. Yes. Um, yeah, I'm amazed. None of us puked, so that was good. We did good. Yeah. But we did day drink, and that's always a recipe for disaster. Yeah, this music makes me want to puke, I think, worse than the hangover. Uh, I, I would say so. It's crazy bad. Today is round two of March Badness, and we are pitting uh, the three-seed train against the six-seed 21 Pilots, two massive fans uh, in the in the bad music circuit. Train, you know, very popular amongst like washed up West Coast ex hippie wine moms. Wine uh, moms, yes, and... exactly. Like that entire subgenre of like TJ Maxx, like oversized mason jar wine goblets mm -hmm. that say, like, I drink so I don't have to take care of my kids. 
Yeah, that vibe. <laughs> and then 21 Pilots is for, I believe, Christian youth group uh, middle schoolers. Yeah, emo middle schoolers. Yep. Yeah. With feelings. Feelings yeah. about God. But somehow yep. both bands sound exactly the same, despite the yes. you know, appeal to different demographics. Somehow they meet in the middle. Just one of them raps more and <laughs> the other has more um like oh. pop culture references juxtaposed with like su- suicidal ideations. Um, well, you so oh. you forget that there's an important intersection between uh, wine moms and middle schoolers, which is that they both detest middle schoolers. <laughs> <laughs> also, that they're probably in the same family, causing each other yeah. to hate everything. They're in the car yeah. together as these bands they're... come on one after the other on like Kiss One Hundred Eight, <laughs> and and, yeah, they, and they're rocking out. <laughs> they have they have a power struggle in the car where they're just like, "That's not music. This is music." And then they put it on, and it sounds exactly the same. <laughs> Except there's rapping, the rapping, you guys, the rapping. I don't. I so here's the thing. Twenty. Oh, we should introduce our guest, huh? How yeah, about, yeah, yeah, yeah. How let's do that. Let's do that. Yeah. We're just we're too comfy. We're too comfy. Oh yeah, I'm, what I'm what I am definitely above all right now is comfy. That's how I feel. <laughs> <laughs> I literally it's been a comfy day asleep. of being extremely hungover and listening <laughs> to ninety minutes of uh, reading along the lyrics of these. Oh my god! These musicals. It's not good for us. It's like eighty. It's not minutes. good for us. It's eighty-two minutes. Sorry, eighty. But who's counting? <laughs> it didn't feel minutes. a minute over eighty-three. <laughs> Uh, at least we are slogging through it with our dear, dear friend, uh, frequent returning guest and uh, veteran of the Lulu and Broken Side Oof. episodes. I know. So he's really been in the trenches with us. This is a guy who's prepared, you know, who's been who's been training for, for March Badness his whole career, baby. <laughs> I've been we through have- a lot, you know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about you guys. You guys are talking about you can't quite do it anymore. Like this is really weird. I'm stronger than I've ever been. <laughs> Mentally, emotionally, physically, I'm the strongest I've ever been. I punched a tree down over the on the way here. <laughs> you said, "Take that, Pat Monahan." <laughs> wow! It's Nick Ortolani. Hey, it's me, Nick Ortolani. Is that considered offensive? It's if it's your own culture. I'm offended on your behalf. <laughs> Italians are the only non-white people I get to make fun of. Also, yeah. I love calling them not white because there's nobody that makes happy. <laughs> people of color hate hearing that, and Italians definitely hate hearing it. Great. That's the kind of hot take that we're expecting from you today. Yeah, we always Nicholas. welcome some anti-Italian discrimination on the show, especially oh, some yeah. self, self-hating Italian discrimination. Uh, Let me tell you who's white. Let me tell you who's white. <laughs> these are the two. These are maybe the two whitest bands that have ever existed, but from like competing factions of whiteness somehow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just West Side Story, but no one's on beat. <laughs> yeah, it's on bar- the ones it's in the echoey threes. Bond, yeah, on the barn ones stomps on the ones in the threes. It's funny. Um, this you know, is some of the... <laughs> did you guys do a playlist like me where you played one song after the other, or did you just go chronologically through each album? No, I went I went song to song, and the and the seamless I went I went 
album to album back to back this time and the seamless transition between some of these fucking terrible songs were just it was yeah it, it was um like what poetry is but like the the worst version of it i was just Go amazed ahead. that like you you listen to one track i would listen to one track by train uh you know and it would be like this like ukulele song oh uh, yeah so uh, many know, ukulele with barn, songs with barn stomps and then the next song, the I would listen to the Twenty One Pilots song going up against it, and it would also be a ukulele song with yes stomps. It was like cr- exactly crazy, okay. like symmetry between the albums. I'm gonna do seamless transition. I'm gonna do you one better. I listen to them on Spotify, and I don't have premium, and I often couldn't tell which one was a Spotify commercial. <laughs> <laughs> just that, like that ukulele ukulele stomp, or just like all of the v- various like ah. So 21 Pilots, this is the thing. Like, I have been blissfully unaware. I feel like I know that they exist. I know that they're terrible. I know that we're, I'm going to have to, you know, make some sort of I'm, – I'm going to have to have an opinion on them at some point. March Baden is clearly the correct time for them. They have been waiting in the wings and with uh, completely outside of my realm of consciousness, beautifully so. And I was not fucking expecting this – to be a rap group i can't you know i can't really finish that sentence but they consider themselves like an independent like an an alternative rap rap alternative rap group group. did (laughs) you know that like did you know that nick like they they were were packing flows i had (laughs) no context for 21 pilots at all like i had no idea what kind of group they were and yet the moment i heard them it was exactly what i thought it would be (laughs) It's unbelievable. Mike, yeah. what, did, what did you know this? No, uh, I didn't know anything about them, really, other than they, they were very popular and, you know, very um, divisive band. Ooh, uh, they're not just very popular. They are one of the top-selling, quote-unquote, rock acts in I, of the 21st century. It's crazy. First of all, it's not rock in any sense. I don't. I don't know where you get that. Not even acoustic. There's not even an electric guitar on the entire album. Not like, like a moment. Music of it. publications call it like rock, and they like chart on rock charts. It's friggin' weird. Because they're white, I guess, and I, I, there's two of them. I don't. I. I don't know. Uh, but that's insane. Um, I don't. I mean, maybe, hey, look, I mean, if they make it further in the tournament, you know, maybe we'll hear some, maybe they've had a, a, a career evolution. Certainly, I imagine Dragons did. I didn't know anything about them going into March Badness last year. They ended up winning the whole tournament. I, I actually hear these two bands get mentioned a lot in the same breath. There's a lot of Imagine Dragons qualities about 21 Pilots, I'd say. Uh, I'm sure some overlap in uh, the fan Well, bases. Imagine Dragons is uh, also one of the best-selling quote-unquote rock acts of the 21st century. Those two bands get mentioned side-by-side side as being like the two, uh, I guess, torch carriers of rock music. I mean, someone, I'm sure somebody who listens to this will correct me on it or at least uh, say, no, that's fucking stupid. And it is fucking stupid, but I have read that like countless times. Yeah, no, it's yeah. true. I mean, what else what else do we have to point to in terms of the mainstream rock output? <laughs> Green Day. <laughs> we saw how that Yeah, one. yeah, Kings of Leon. 
So, yeah, so these guys, it's just these two, like, Christian doofuses from fucking Columbus, Ohio, and they were, like, signed to Fueled by Ramen is where this this came out on Fueled by Ramen yeah. in 2012. That doesn't make sense. So that's, like, clearly, like, that should have been the pinnacle of whatever you're offering as a rock band would be if you're on Fueled by Ramen, which is known for, like, emo and... But didn't they do like the gym class heroes too? Weren't they? You know, were they trying to kind of like? Yeah, yeah, they were like an emo pop punk label in the Warp Tour days, like in in our youth. But like, you know, every label has had to adjust, you know, to the changing market, uh, you know, in a post uh, file sharing world. Uh, so I'm not surprised that fueled by ramen is yeah. So fueled- <laughs> adding rap to bad emo was the market. I think they're also a, a major label subsidiary, right? Yeah, Warner Brothers. I don't know. Yeah. Fueled okay. by Ramen has had, uh, let's see, Front Bottoms, Panic at the Disco, Paramore, uh, Big Wig, Dashboard, Fallout Boy, Jimmy Eat World, yeah. Less Than Jake, The Pie Tasters. Yeah. Yeah, they're like the Warp Tour imprint of warner brothers i'm pretty like that's like their vibe i mean did did these guys play warp tour is this what warp tour bands are now i don't know i don't know i just because it's 20 2013 when this came out warp tour was still happening then right if i if i'm not mistaken yeah presumably i don't think it was a tour anymore though no so okay because you can definitely they you can hear the elements of like the panic at the disco like the theatrics there's a little you know the killers there's a little uh paramore for sure like you definitely hear that that influence and then it's just so bad these fucking lyrics and the the it's it's all about god every single fucking song is just about god and then like hating himself because he's not good enough for god and shit like that and and it's the worst well technically it's the worst rapping i've (laughs) <laughs> well, so exactly. That in. <laughs> <laughs> it's the worst rapping I have heard on this show. Like it's atrocious. I don't know dude. about that. I mean, I absolutely it is. We absolutely have it is. heard a lot of bad rap. You know what's interesting to me is I, I realized that Twenty One Pilots must be the starting point for all the like Russes and Nashes. Like that is why that is what Twenty One Pilots is what allowed all them to exist. So, yeah, and Russ and that shit is so much better. Like I would mm, listen to Nash. No, I don't know. Look, I don't. I don't. I think the raps. I think the raps are really, really, really bad. I don't want to get that twisted. I just we've heard a lot of bad rap on this show. I think, I I think know, the rap's yo. pretty good. I mean, it's nice to hear people use rap for something positive, like praising the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's, so much and we other say- rap is burdened by the weight of sin. <laughs> we should also say it's not just rap they also have like some like an elo vibe sometimes they've got a like a, a little Lincoln, step in there yeah, well, that's, that's the thing is that like if you go if you go into wikipedia 21 pilots has like the you know the you know artistry or genre section and it's just like 21 pilots has been described as alternative rap uh emo blah 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 blah, and it's all yeah these other... there's like 70 different categories yeah, yeah i have that exact thing like yeah alternative hip-hop electropop indie pop pop rap uh, rap rock alternative rock rock synth pop pop electronic yeah pop, blah, blah, but blah, blah, honestly blah, blah. the 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 thing that it probably has the most in common with is like i don't know something like prog pop or like even prog like it's got so much more in common with like elo and queen 
than than like any of the uh, other genres it gets stuck with. And I'll tell you, for me, I think you know, I, I we were talking off mic about this. You guys don't think it's necessarily gonna be super competitive. Uh, you hate Twenty One Pilots very much, but I think those little weird proggy parts were enough on certain songs to uh, give them the edge over Train, our other artist, because Train, this Train, so we've talked about Train on this show before. Um, we did their album So Long San Francisco or Save Me San Francisco, whatever the fuck it was called, uh, with uh, with Jane Doe and Emily Ruskowski. Great episode if you haven't heard that one. Uh, pull that from the back catalog. I don't know if it's worse than that album. It's definitely much different from that album. This one is super Butch Walkery. Uh, it's got these big Fallout Boy choruses, but I will say it is the worst lyrically uh, I've heard from Train. It's so much. It's 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 a gre- the the pop culture references never stop coming, but the context with which they're delivered, like the, what the songs are supposed to be about, in addition to the him just saying like oh, Princess Diana and also uh. Coca-Cola. When Hillary was the when the Clintons were president. Yeah, uh, you know, it's uh, it is. I think lyrically, like one of the worst albums I've ever heard on this show. So I think this is this is going to be an interesting matchup. The first, yeah, the first like sentence I put in my notes for the first song on Trains California Thirty Seven was, "This is we didn't start the fire, but for boomers who are already going through Alzheimer's." it's oh man it really is a a bludgeon to to the head i mean it it is so brain dead it is fucking such trash and we i mean we've talked at length about train before yeah they're um, a great band longer than they have yeah (laughs) yeah they're (laughs) also successful uh senator uh pat monahan they wrote they wrote one (laughs) of two songs i can play on the piano Oh God, that's upsetting. Which one? <laughs> uh, Drops of Jupiter, obviously. Yes. <laughs> so that's the thing. Yeah, Train has been around. I mean, they've been in an incredibly popular, quote unquote, rock band for like twenty something years. Drops yeah. of Jupiter. Like, the album is twenty years old. Yeah. This is a little bit later era Train. This is twenty twelve Train. So this is after Save Me San Francisco. There is a, a hit on here that I had forgotten about completely. Um, which we'll get to. It's also strange because, like, you know, I, I actually, like, revisited a little bit. I, like, I think I re- watched the videos for, like, Drops of Jupiter and Meet Virginia and everything like that. And it's like, these dudes felt like they were in their late 30s, early 40s, 20 years ago. And, like, yeah. it's 20 years later, so these guys all got to be, like, they have to all be at least in their 50s at this point. And yet they're they put out this album... That sa- that tries so hard to sound what they think young sounds like, <laughs> which it turns out, which uh, Twenty One Pilots was presumably young at this point, right? Yeah, making yeah. the same music. Yeah, th- at the same time, really, the same period of time. Uh, these albums were released in twenty thirteen and twenty twelve, respectively, and like they've got the same anthemic choruses they've got the same t- you know instrumentation uh it's just wild it's wild 
very very synthetic and and, and very different in mm. terms of like comparing the two because even though it sounds the same you have train um if you look at like the you know the personnel on the train uh wikipedia the wikipedia for this album uh you'll see like 50 names under there you know it's like viola on like 17 songs and like you know or like on, on like three of the songs and you know saxophone and trumpet and all the stuff and all these other you know session musicians uh layered and layered and layered on top and then with uh, 21 Pilots, it's just these two dudes and, like, 17 laptops, I think. There are always, like, certain musical aesthetics that come into vogue during certain periods of time. And I think what is so fascinating about listening to these albums is that, I mean, like, we all remember 2013. I mean, we were we were so young back in 2013, but we still remember it. You know, we were just but young bon vivants back in 2013. <laughs> But we still have some memories. And it's so weird to hear these albums and being like, yep, that sounds like 2013, all right. Like, I remember that oppressive, the, the idea that all, that music producers everywhere wanted you to feel this weird California vibe. Yeah. I mean, between that and the ukulele stomp, and we all know that this was like the era of Ooh. like the Lumineers and Mumford and Sons, that kind of weird representation of like sunny middle America somehow meets the West Coast. It was fucking everywhere. So the question I pose is whether or not, you know, did Train try to write a youthful album and end up sounding like 21 Pilots? Did 21 Pilots try to capture their youth? Or is just, are both of these albums the results of what studios thought sounded like a hit? Yeah, I think that's the answer right there. I think you got it there. Uh, right at the at, at the end. The reason that you know Twenty One Pilots' whole sound was such a surprise to me is I realize now, twenty thirteen, I don't think I was ever in a situation where I listened to a terrestrial radio. Not that entire year. I wasn't driving around in cars. Uh, I was living above a, a, a Brazilian meat restaurant. Uh, and watching a lot of WWE Network. But you probably <laughs> went, you probably went into a Walgreens though. Yeah, I would imagine I I would ima I would imagine they probably did Twenty One Pilots for at least one video package for the WWE back then too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because they do get that little skittery like executioners wicket 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 like fucking limp <laughs> limp biscuit Lincoln Park little flavor on some of these songs too that could that's that's a wwe crossover potential. i would i would love a wrestler whose gimmick is that they are like just some weird late millennial or early uh <laughs> early zoomer like youth pastor yeah <laughs> yeah that that would that would work but you would need charisma and this is i will say both albums entirely lacking any amount of charisma Oh, yeah. There's just it is so flat and so fucking forced and fake and awful and beyond time. And also, you know, I, I don't know We're like we got to do it. We got to get into it. Like a we wet gotta, cardboard we get... cutout. It's time to do the sports. This is the wide world of Make It Stop Sports presents March Badness Part de March Badness. So this is round one about two. Uh, and it's going to be Train's album, California 37, uh, going song by song, head to head with 21 Pilots' Vessel. Whoever wins this uh, round goes on to face uh, the one-seated Will I Am. So that is who has a buy this round. He's that powerful. 
<laughs> so we're going to see how that goes. Basically, the, how this is going to work is we're going to play each song by each band, uh, track one, two, three, and so forth in the track list. We're going to give our thoughts on both songs, and then we're each going to decide which one we thought was worse. Uh, at the end of the game, I'm going to tally those points, uh, and whoever was worse overall is going to move on. Uh, but one uh, uh, little wrinkle is that there's the worst of the worst rule, wherein at the end of the game, uh, or actually really whenever you feel like it, you can lock in your choice for locked in. Worst of the worst. Whichever song from either band you thought was the worst, that grants that song two extra points. Um, so it's really anyone's game. Um, and I think we should get right into it. So we have This Will Be My Year by Train, followed by Ode to Sleep by 21 Pilots. Pete Ruse is banned for good. The Simpsons come to Hollywood. Russia leaves Afghanistan. Flight 103 ends Pan Am. Bush is here. This is the year that I feel most alone. No! Start leaning my crash leaning on go up. To the ceiling, then I feel my soul start leaving Like an old man's hair receding I'm bleeding, bleeding, so please I'm on these repeatedly asking why it's got to be Like this, is this living free? I don't wanna be the one, be the one to lose the sun's blood I'm my hands out to the moon Take this weapon, force in darkness Some see a pen, I see a harpoon Oh my god oh, <laughs> I wanna just, just jump out and say that like I had a different pick going into this for Worst of the Worst but I'm already considering this one just off the bat as the worst song of any of them like just hearing just hearing it again I forgot how awful it is Jesus Ode to Sleep oh was my, my worst from the very beginning Stoppies just- I, I, the clip doesn't do it justice because not only does that song sound like that but it also <laughs> sounds like three other bad songs yes, because yes. there are so many like prog rocky like like prog glam almost like i said like elo style or queen yes. style tonal shifts where they're trying to create some kind of like weird song suite out of it that just yeah. don't make sense like i wrote i wrote down that this is like subterranean homesick alien but for guys who sell rehypnol <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I was yeah, I said the song is at least three songs and they're all like fucking terrible. There's like dubstep bass, there's like a swinging synth sax outro, like I don't know what the fuck is happening. And then the rapping. Oh yeah. god, the rapping. It's it's, it's oh, broken man. side for the Gamergate generation. Oh I very ached. Hollywood undead too. I you know what? I ached for the broken side flow by the end of this fucking album. This is what they start out with. This is their right out the gate. This is what we're starting off with Ode to Sleep. I, I can't and say I, that oh. this is worse than Broken Side. I can't in good faith call this worse than Broken Side. Because I, I know. That's shocking. Because it's Christian. This song might be worse. I don't know. I do kind of like when they, they turn into Mr. Blue Sky on this song, though. Like that one of the movements when it becomes Mr. Blue Sky. I liked that, but I don't know. There's, I, it's like the outro, right? I mean, L- like that's that's much better than the than the uh, the fucking Hollywood Undead part. Like that is, but it's still like it's still you know it's the same song. I mean, you can't. I don't know. 
the rap parts are very hard to to um to deal with. You just you can't dismiss them just because of a, a Mr. Blue Sky part. No. Oh, sorry. I need to I need to amend an earlier statement. This is paranoid android, but for guys who sell rap now. I got my radiohead <laughs> songs confused. Okay. I always get those two those two song names mixed up. <laughs> <laughs> um, looking back at these lyrics, I mean, you heard them. They're just, it is so labored. It is so, the the cadence is so fucking profoundly offbeat, profoundly like anti, you know, anti, uh, instinctual. You know what I mean? It's like, if you're trying to say words with a staccato that like on, in every syllable is, is exaggerated in the wrong way. Like, it is really bad. Like, I can't even repeat the lyrics because I can't imagine, like... Like an old, hair, up, old man up, hair's up, line up, receding. Up to the ceiling and the old man's hair receding. I'm pleading, oh, please, out of my knees. It reminds me of the new Eminem flow. Oh, my God, but it's... It's exactly how Eminem raps, but it's Christian. It's Christian fucking, like, strip mall Red Robin Eminem. Like, I... It's, I hate this it. is what this is what Eminem would sound like if he had grown up with a safety net. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, but yo, let can we please address real quick though, like lyrics to the train song. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the lyrics to the train song. <laughs> they're really bad. The fucking as Nick said, uh, we didn't start the fire, but for like it, like yeah, brain worm rotted wine moms like. Reagan's here. It won't be long. Nintendo comes. Live Aid 2. Back to the Future. Where were you? When I spent all my days in Catholic school in 89, the dream begins. First in line to California. The Simpsons come to Hollywood. Pete Rose is banned for good. What the fuck? What, who what the fuck? All right, so he, Pat Monahan cannot express himself but through fucking pop culture references. That is the lens through which he sees the world. And this is just like a fucking rapid fire retrospective of just mundane, like people's names from the news. It's like a shopping list. It, it, it's it's recited with the same level of you know commitment and passion as a a fucking shopping list. Like <laughs> honestly, just... at this point, you could substitute this out for a Joe Biden speech, and no one would be <laughs> able to tell at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Barcelona has the games. Lady Die is single again. I want to die. Let's I see really if I can die. In 85, Tuesday morning, <laughs> came alive. I didn't know you. Route 66 is gone. Reagan's here. And then it comes Live Aid. Yeah, like it's just. It's, the towers it's, fell. If you, the world if, is stunned. If the phrase corn pop had appeared, I would have sworn this was a Joe Biden speech. <laughs> uh, how about uh, the art? The artificial heart is born. Ironic when New York's is torn out. That's what he has to say about 9-11. This is what he has to say about 9-11. 2001, the towers fell. The world is stunned. I wish I knew you. I was on a plane. The world would never be the same. Wait, are you? Are we? Are we Mark Wahlberging? Are we? Re, are we inserting ourselves in 9/11 here? <laughs> are you talking about you were on the plane? <laughs> what? <laughs> I, th I tell you, if Pat Monahan was on that plane, things would have gone a little differently. If he could have serenaded the terrorists with a little. All those jihadists hey, needed sister. to hear was a little drops of Jupiter. No, give him a little hey soul sister. <laughs> I, I, I want to live in a world where instead of being, like, a self-aggrandizing, like, 
insane like uh you know like 4 a.m golfer uh psycho like mark Wahlberg is just a, a huge train fan and, and like thinks like they're like the coolest guys in the world. I, you know, listen. If Train was allowed to broker peace in the between the Israelis and the Palestinians, I think we'd be in a little bit of a different situation. <laughs> <laughs> Monahan was, I mean, he's he's you know he is a senator, so he does have some power. But yeah, it, Facebook joins the internet. Mobile joins the cassette. It's really, Ugh. it is oh, was- it is. Sh- shockingly fucking that was bad. the exact <laughs> lyric that i wrote down as that the one broke that like, you? broke my brain yeah <laughs> and then you realize you have two entire albums to go this one is it, the, the the fucking starting this whole shit off with these two songs it really gives you everything you need to know stoppies that's that's it's fully setting the tone of what's to come and yeah. i honestly don't know how to choose between them i'll it's, give credit where tr- credits do like th- these are the most like these are the most establishing opening songs I've ever heard on two albums ever. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> they, they're showing you what you're going to get. They're showing you a lot of what you're going to get. Um, um, and we cannot opt out. And we are literally chained to it. We know exactly <laughs> like any other reasonable person would hear these first songs and be like, nope. no, 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 <laughs> not for me. <laughs> See ya. And for us, unfortunately. Uh, we have so many more miles to go before we can uh, sleep. So uh, which one are we going to give it to here? This one is is really difficult, but Ode I to have sleep. to give it to Ode to Sleep. Yeah, I got to say. Yeah. And it's uh, it's Ode to Sleep for sure. And that might be my worst of the worst. I'm not going to lie. It, it's it's when I listen to this album, nothing ever hit me as hard as Ode to Sleep hit me. Now, Nick, I have to ask you, are you prepared to lock in your worst of the worst or would you like to continue listening and uh, to have a chance to reassess i'll continue listening but it's it's a hard one to beat all right so he is not going to lock in his answer uh yet too cheap to purchase royalty free uh sound effects for this so we're gonna just do our fully sound design from our living rooms here we're gonna move right along this one is uh i believe the 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 hit that you had forgotten about mike dunn i also forgot about it i do remember this being a catchy tune uh i don't think i realized it was train i yeah i think it easily could have been in my mind you know, train is like it, it's it's all of the stuff that you could like, you know, attribute to anyone because uh, it's so it, like non-distinctive. Uh, but it is catchy. The lyrics are ter- terrible as always. And then uh, holding on to you by Twenty One Pilots. Here we go. How are there so many different parts of this know. song? Oh, God. I can't, I can't even find it. I, I forget can't the Leroy Roman part. 
I had to write, I wrote down what I thought that said. <laughs> what did you write down? Anatama Fay. <laughs> oh boy. God, oh, what a couple God. of what a couple of hits. Oh wow. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah. It's... This is both songs that just like you know, excessively just throw phonemes in for no reason. God, the drive by is fucking somehow. It's 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 man. I feel like a woman, but it's also one headlight. <laughs> it's Cinderella. We put it all together. Oh oh oh. So you're saying. So you're saying yes. it's amazing because it combines two of the best songs ever written. Yeah, it's actually probably one of the better songs of the bunch. Uh, but. It's, uh, I don't know, it's still train. It's definitely still very trainy. And they still have lyrics. Okay, so it's, oh, I swear to you, I'll be there for you. This is not a drive-by. I, 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 just a shy guy looking for a two-ply hefty bag to hold my love. What? Uh, what? Two-ply uh, hefty, two hefty bag? A two-ply hefty bag? That is hold one of my the... love? That is one of the greatest uh, uh, bedrocks of train lyrics are just these, it's... like, really weird, like, common household references. Yeah. Just the most dad, as dad as you can get. Did you guys know that apparently, and I didn't look it up because I didn't want to do any more work related to this, but, like, apparently 21 Pilots, they, like, do, like, backflips and shit. They have, like, acrobatic performances in their shows. They're they propelled have by the power of the Lord. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I feel like any any of the like the big major label acts these days, like they have stage shows. Like I saw Lord, and she had like a crazy stage show. But I think they do like acrobatics because they they're so oh, far they removed from playing. They're up there doing Cirque yeah. du Soleil. Yeah, they're like they're ribbon doing, like, dancing. Cirque du Soleil. Yeah, exactly. Just like you oh, know the, the, the right, violin like, like player from uh, Yellow See? Card that used to do backflips for some reason. See, you're you're saying this, but everything about their music is so wooden and stiff that when I picture them doing backflips, I picture them flipping around like little foosball players. <laughs> <laughs> Drive by has to have one of the most like oppressive rhyming schemes of anything I've ever heard. Just like oh, compared to Twenty One Pilots, I, I'm taking over. There's like some technical proficiency to that. No, there isn't. Just no, like, there isn't. No, there isn't. Drive by no, is always no, like, no, I was thinking no. about you, gonna. Nope, 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 don't, nope. No, I, well, I, 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 look, I, I think I disagree on the comparison to what's worse, but I, I do hear what you're saying about the rhyme scheme in the train song. It is like Drive by just has such like a like a galloping. But in a bat, like it's just gallop to a halt. It's not even a gallop. It's more of like a canter. Like it just like clops along at such like a predictable cadence that it's that you can feel every single rhyme coming from around the corner. And it's and it's and you resent it. Oh, you do. Mm. I mean, both of these bands rely uh, so much on just these like extended fucking ooh, ooh, ooh and la-di-da fucking choruses mm. and shit like that. Like there are several songs on both albums where it's just like chorus is just la, 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 la. Like they're not even, you know, they well, give up halfway through I, the song every time. Look, there's some bars, though, like I'm taking over my body back in control. No more shoddy. I bet a lot of me was lost. T's uncrossed and I's undotted. 
I fought it a lot, and it seemed a lot like flesh is all I got. Not anymore. Flesh out the door. Swat. What? What the fuck? What? Has my man been blown on that hootie mac? Because that makes that makes no sense. That's some like third eye open uh wake up sheeple backpacker like fucking nonsense. Some like immortal technique blacked out blackout drunk in the booth, just like uh, like what the fuck does that mean? Is that an uh, you know what? Actually here, let me do this real quick. Uh, I will look up what it means because every line on every song in this album is annotated on Genius. The fans of 21 Pilots are fucking obsessed. There They're is like QAnon followers. They, they yeah. got to read between the lines, man. They so, got to see yeah, what they got to bake mean, those I think, crumbs. I think this is a fool's errand, Mike. You're trying to look for logic in the mouth of madness and you're just going to come <laughs> up short every time. I'm taking over my body. Back in control. No more shoddy. Thank you to... The five contributors who led to this revelation here. Uh, he's no longer going to let his depression drive his body around while he's riding passively in the shotgun seat. He's going to take control of himself again. That's what wow. that means. Let's see. What does it mean when he says, uh, not anymore, flesh out the door, SWAT? Yeah, I'd love to know. Eight contributors here. Uh, the singer's realizing that he isn't limited to physical accomplishments and material objects. He is more powerful than his restrictive world. He demonstrates this by swatting his flesh out the door. This could also be a reference to the Bible, such as Romans 7, 21 to 23 and Galatians 5, 16 to 26, in which the fight against fleshly desires is referenced. I thought you weren't supposed to swat your flesh if you were a good Christian. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're not allowed to enjoy it. <laughs> yeah. That's why he's that's why he's ejaculating out the door. Swat. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it doesn't it doesn't count if I don't spill my seed in my living space. <laughs> the lead singer of Twenty One Pilots just has this absolutely horrific cum bush right outside his house. <laughs> the the guilty cummies of this fucking douchebag. I didn't even look up their names. I like refused to learn them. Uh, Tyler. His name is Tyler. Of course, his name is Tyler. You are surrounding all my surroundings, sounding down the mountain range of my left side brain. You are surrounding all my surroundings, twisting the kaleidoscope behind both of my eyes. Hey, I got a question for you guys. Is it time to move our feet to an introspective beat? Uh. I think it might be time to move our feet to an introspective beat, that, and which sounds... We all know what it sounds like now, what an introspective beat sounds like. A beat that really takes time to examine its history and where it comes from and, you know, its, its traumas and what it's been through, This you know, and, and, and how it can learn from it. That's what an introspective beat sounds like is, um, here, let's, can we just hear a little clip of the introspective beat real quick? Just, just to hammer the point home of, so we, we all know what we're talking about here. Oh yeah, oh yeah. You know, an introspective. That is some of the worst shit I've ever heard. Uh, it's so it, fucking. That bad. is some of the worst shit I've ever heard. It I really is. Think that like we've we've you know we've we've hit it like we can't possibly go any lower. Somehow this shit manages to go lower than some of the worst worst shit we've ever listened to and this is only album one yeah speaking of which we're only on track two 
the, the phrase introspective beat jumped out at me so hard because I'm just like, how can a beat be introspective? But like far, far be it for me to like prohibit someone from like taking any kind of weird, almost uh, uh, synesthetic liberties with language. But like based on everything else in this album, they definitely don't know what introspective means. It's just like no. introspective, no. you know, it just means kind of like sad and, and quiet. <laughs> <laughs> I wish they were sad and quiet. They're sad and fucking loud, like way yeah. loud. And the whole album is him talking about wanting to kill himself and like fucking being but, so depressed and suicidal, well, but never the case, a lot of the trade album. Never if that's the case, I wish he was sadder. I, I, <laughs> oh, boy. I, in Minecraft, it's not actionable in, parody. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it's like saying, like, I'm not like all the other boys. I, I'm an introspective. I'm sensitive. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah it really is. I'm a nice soft boy. guy. I treat yeah, women with soft respect unless oh they God. wrong me. <laughs> Which is all the time. <laughs> but I'm a nice <laughs> right. guy. Track two, we're an hour in. Let's, uh... I know, I know. Yeah, we gotta move on. Let's, um, let's give our points. I'm gonna give my points to 21 Pilots holding on yeah. to you, for sure. For sure, for sure. Ooh, for sure. I, you know what? This is gonna be one of my first deviations. I'm giving mine to Drive-By. Wow! Deviation! Because, and I feel like this is going, this is going to be a running theme of Sometimes I'm going to say certain things are worse for being so unexceptional, and sometimes I think I'm going to think things are worse because they are exceptionally bad. And I think Ode to Joy is exceptionally, just so interestingly bad, and Drive By... Ode to Joy? <laughs> Holding on to you, you Ode mean? To, oh, God. <laughs> well, no, sorry. I guess I meant to say I'm contrasting that with my first pick, which was Ode to Sleep. I see. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um... So, uh, 21 Pilots, uh, out, you know, has a, a pretty commanding lead thus far, but we have a long way to go. Uh, up next, we're going to do uh, Feels Good at First by Train versus Migraine by uh, 21 Pilots. Forget everything I know about love I don't know about love Sure feels good at first Promise not to laugh, and I end up in a cast from falling over. And you can't get me. I've got the migraine, and my pain will range from up, down, and sideways. Thank God it's Friday, cause Fridays will always be better than Sundays, cause Sundays are my suicide days. I don't know why they always seem so dismal. Thunderstorms, clouds, snow, and a slight drizzle. Whether it's the weather or the letters by my bed, sometimes death seems better. I too wish for death, I'll say. <laughs> yeah. So good. Uh, it's like if a Nickelodeon so sitcom could have a DUI. Uh. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna I was gonna say it sounds like uh you know, it's a song about having migraine so bad you want to kill yourself, set to like blues clues music. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's like that fucking um what was that fucking band? Flowbots that had that terrible the i can ride my bike with no handlebars yeah what year was that because did 21 pilots open the door for them too 
I th I think it was right around the same time. We should consider the crime the crimes of Twenty One Pilots in in terms of influence because like I feel like that's I feel like trained doesn't have trained trained train uh, doesn't have like you know hasn't had like a, a market effect on you know the rest of on what the rest of music sounds like. They're kind of trend chasers themselves and just kind of settled into this like you know california coffee shop yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah um flowbots no that handlebar song came out in 2008 so this oh wow so they're post flowbots so is is the so flowbots is what we would call proto pilot uh that's uh, they set the the foundation it, it does only feel fair to refer to these time periods as pp and ap for pre-pilots <laughs> and after pilots <laughs> ap famously by the way alternative press um i think gave this album five stars oh yeah what yeah mm -hmm. this album was like a bit of a critical hit it's gross yeah dude yeah. wasn't this album like the first one to have every single song on the album went gold the um the train song is the second consecutive train song to make like a pretty oppressive use of uh offbeats. Yeah. <sighs> yes. And like it's... I never thought I'd say this, but somehow this imitation ska makes actual ska seem cool. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah, Scott is cool. I'm gonna take a break on being mean about Scott this week. I I still feel bad about last week's episode when I was You were in a ska band. I know, I know, I know. Yeah, we're, is this everyone in this Zoom in a ska band? Yeah, 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 for sure. I, I'm already like, I'm, I'm blown away with how bad this has been out the gate. Like everything yeah. that we've listened to so far has just been. It's worse than last year. It's worse than last year already. We're off to a very bad start. Okay, so the fucking feels good at first is there. Hey there, Delilah. Blah 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 blah. blah you know that same fucking yeah, but, thing. It's just one pluck if, the entire time. There's no. You can't even tune it out because it's just. It's like it's the whitest of white noise. It's it's so loud it, and just monotone and fucking aggressive, uh, aggressively soft. It feels like they forgot to put in the rest of the song. It's the musical equivalent of, like, Kanye's mansion. Just, like, nothing in here bland. Just, like, nothing distinguishing. <laughs> but but by right. the same token, that means that there's nothing aesthetically offensive other than the lack of aesthetics. I was aesthetically offense offended by the Mellotron. Yeah. Sure. The Mellotron, just don't play it. Don't put it in a song. Ever. You're not going to do Strawberry Fields forever. Ever again. This use of the Mellotron sucks shit. Yeah, oh, come of on. Anything, it's it's anything trained train touches turns to fuck immediately to shit. Yeah, it's it's so gross, dude. <laughs> the Mellotron. Like it's a, exact. Dude, when you listen to Train, you're jumping on the Mellotron. I'll tell you what, brother. <laughs> the Mellotron Station. Right dude, just a guy who just sits uh, in like a, a an easy chair and smokes weed and listens to Train all day. I'm ready to take the mellow train, brother. The country's <laughs> lowest blood pressure. <laughs> well, <laughs> it is like a fucking, it's like taking a sleeping pill. Like I said, I fucking had to take a nap after listening to this shit. It was so fucking boring. Which and then it was like oscillating between this fucking being so boring and then just the fucking 21 pilots being so, oh, oh my annoying. God. Annoying. So painfully annoying. Yeah. So 
fucking annoying. Come on. That is the worst rapping I've ever heard on the show. I am not f- as fine as I seem. Pardon me for yelling. I'm telling you green gardens are not what's growing in my psyche. It's a different me. What? Please let me paint a mental picture portrait. Picture portrait? Is it worse, though? Is it worse than those songs at the end of the Lil Dicky album, though? Those, like, six-minute-long songs where he's just spitting? Like, I don't know that anything... I think that's the worst... That's the worst rapping I've heard on Make a Stop. This is, like... This is Behind my eyelids are islands of violence. My mind <laughs> shipwrecked. This is the only land my mind could find. I did not know it was such a violent island. <laughs> That's like I a fuzzy been, wuzzy. <laughs> I've never been happier that lyrics generally go right over my head. How can that go over your head? He just rhymes islands of violence with violent islands. Bullet tidal waves, suicidal crazed lions. They're trying to suicidal crazy lions, and he's he he really enunciates all the eyes. Well, I don't know about y'all, but I'm I'm definitely like a music first, lyric second person when i listen to music i think in the case of these two albums that has really at times shielded me from the full violent effect of 21 pilots <laughs> the and violence of the then, island yes of the pilots of the pilots island you know you know what the, you know what tyler sounds like tyler joseph sounds like is like if alpha from the power rangers was a rapper Island Zordon. We uh, give our points. Yeah, man, it's fucking Twenty One Pilots again. I I'm sorry. Twenty One like, Pilots Islands. The Pilots Islands and the the violence of yeah, the pilots. I'm giving it to migraine as well. I am also giving it to migraine. So Twenty One Pilots, really super commanding lead at the moment, but again, very early still. Uh, um, eight rounds to go. So Twenty One Pilots up eight to one as we move into round four which is going to be Bruises featuring Ashley Monroe uh, by Train uh, versus House of Gold by 21 Pilots. Yay. We're having fun. This is fun. Here we go. one of those seamless yeah. transitions right there yep mm-hmm. exactly fucking identical fucking ukulele very very similar approaches in the sequencing of these albums and this is another one of those times when you can really feel like the hand of the studio or the producer in the creation of these albums of just like nope a ukulele acoustic song stomp song gotta go in the fourth slot I mean, and then you have the train song, which is like quite, you know, an ob- obviously pandering to try to get a, you know, a country single, see if they can do a, a quick little country pivot. And also the content of the song is very questionable. Okay. 
Um, if someone that you are talking to is covered in bruises, that might indicate a domestic violence situation. There are two children. They're three and five. I don't think it's whimsical or cute if uh, this lady is covered in bruises. Uh, so it doesn't make for good conversation unless the conversation is how can we get you the help that you need? I think, he, you know, I think even if he means like emotional bruises, like just like the way he expressed the sentiment is so questionable. Like, I would love to fix it all for you. I would love to fix you too. Please don't fix a thing, whatever you do. These are the codependent songs. This is the codependent block of songs. Like, I I'm going to give you a house of gold. I'm going to fix you. I'll cure you of disease, says 21 Pilots. I'll put you on the map, which is something that Lil B always says, uh, which I thought means to, like, pimp out a woman. I'll put you on the map. I'll cure you of disease. I will make you the queen of everything you see. And we didn't get to, I mean, it is a barn stomp in both songs for sure. You know, also, here's the crazy thing, though. The 21 Pilot song is about his, uh, his dead mother. Oh. Of course it is. Okay. So it's his I didn't Virginia. even need to look that up. I just knew. Got it. Or Meet Virginia. Sweet Virginia, Meet Virginia. Gotta give 21 Pilots one thing on this song. I'm gonna give him one big thing. A big thing. No rapping on this Is on there this no track. rapping on this song? No rapping. Well, you know what? I will give them that. That's that's in, enormous. That's absolutely huge. And, you know, if they have, like, an emotion, they're trying to, you know, touch on something that, you know, is authentic. That's, you know, the... I don't know. It, it's something. It's it's. I'll give them something, but it's a terrible fucking song. It's so bad. It's terrible. It's just awful. And uh, which one are we talking about now? Both of them, um, <laughs> but specifically House of Gold. House of Gold. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so they I'll both have dead you love disease. Songs. He's a Christian, by the way, which means that he's probably just going to put his hands over the disease and just hope for the best. Right. Right. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. Pray on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, I guess I'll give this one. I think bruises is worse. I think bruises is worse. It's the first point I'll give to Train. Yeah, I also think bruises is worse. I um, I don't, I don't like this pandering to country, the country crossover shit. I don't like. I hate that. I think country mixed with any country can be great, but like country fusion, not usually, not usually. Country country fused with Train, very bad. Nope. I'm I'm gonna it. give it to House of Gold. I don't know why it just really rubbed me the wrong way. You just like being a contrarian. I like I like that about you. No, I don't blame you at all for giving it House of Gold. Also, it's not a good song. I'm not like something not about like, the oh. father turning to stone and be like, "When did your When did your dad become a rock, Tyler? When did your dad become a rock? He never became a rock. And you can't make a house out of gold. How are you gonna be able to see out the windows? <laughs> like I don't know. It's I'm just, I was so, like, fed up with, like, the elementary school, like, imagery and metaphors in it. I'm like, grow up. Kind of Sunday sense. school metaphors, really, oh, I think. very Sunday school. Very beginner's Bible. <laughs> Actually, it kind of makes sense, his, his dad being a rock, because <laughs> that's, like, about the fucking emotional depth we see from uh, from him on this album is, is just granite. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. Okay. I, I actually I gotta disagree. Rocks are made up of a of a of a wide array of minerals and sediments and things. And uh, I just this guy's more just like I don't know. Is it possible to be only one thing? Because <laughs> that's what he feels like. <laughs> Dirt. 
human clay. <laughs> oh, even yeah. No, I, look, it's just I think the only reason I gave um, 21 Pilots the edge in this case is because I appreciated they didn't rap. That's all it was. That's true. Anytime <laughs> the, the bar is so low for them that anytime they just meet that very, very basic requirement, um, then they get credit. Uh, all right. So um, we should uh, go to break real quick. Yep, and let's then, do it. Uh, yeah. And then let's, we can uh, use a fucking break. All right, and we're back. And we're really back. Here we go. All right, we need to move on. This next one is called 50 Ways to Say Goodbye by Train, followed by Ooh. Car Radio by 21 Pilots. Here we go. It was oversized. I'll take the high road like I should. If my friends ask where you are, I'm gonna say She went down in an airplane Friday from suntan Fell in a cement mix Quiet is violent I find it hard to hide it My pride is no longer inside It's on my sleeve My skin will scream Reminding me of who I killed Inside my dream I hate this car that I'm driving There's no hiding for me I'm forced to deal with what I feel There is no distraction to mask what is real I can pull the steering wheel I have these thoughts so often I ought to replace that slot with what I once bought Cause somebody stole my car radio and now I just sit in silence Oh man, I might have to jack in and just spit all over myself <laughs> <laughs> Fucking jack in, lock in Are you gonna lock it in? Lock it in for fucking car radio being the worst wow. garbage Oh my car god Car radio, did not expect that uh, I don't know. I mean, there's there's a few contenders here, but I are you kidding me? Listening to that, you just fucking... locked it in. Did I? I, I don't know. It in. Are you gonna pry open that lock? Listen, I okay. I, She's I, breaking, unlo- breaking I unlo- the lock. <laughs> Honestly, every single one of the Twenty One Pilots songs I've voted for so far at this point um, is a contender for the worst of the worst. But I just, oh my <laughs> god, my car radio, my car radio, my car radio. That's not. How you say those the words? The car that I am driving. That I am driving in none of my dreams. Uh, Yo, know, I'll tell you what though. I don't think that was a dream, Tyler. I think you may have actually run over uh, Pat Monahan's girlfriend with your purple scion. <laughs> <laughs> so this train song is all about his girl. Like he's I... coming up with ways to say that his girlfriend died, so he doesn't have to admit that she broke up with him, and he's yeah. like. She was caught in a mudslide, eaten by a lion, got run over by a crappy purple scion. Definitely got to be the only time scion has ever been like name dropped Rhymed. in a lyric <laughs> of any song ever, right? Ever, ever, ever. I mean, also lyrics like, she'll think I'm Superman, not super minivan. How could you leave on Yom Kippur? Oh, they're so fucking corny. I oh, hate trains. Oh my I God. Love it. And so profoundly fragile like that is like the pinnacle of white male fragility I, right there just like not you know how could you i'm a nice guy i could never be dumped you know i would never be dumped by anyone she got eaten by a lion haha <laughs> isn't this funny isn't this a really <laughs> so great I, representation of humor 
I have a lot of thoughts about 50 Ways to Say Goodbye. <laughs> I wrote a lot about this particular song. And I'm, I'm kind of happy I did because I feel like this was a part of the album where I might have started dissociating a little bit. But, who oh boy, the, the oh, moment... Yeah. The moment I heard the spaghetti western intro to the song, I got really excited because for a brief moment, I just thought it was going to be goodbye in 50 different languages. <laughs> <laughs> Adios! Yeah, I thought he was going to do literally like a 50 words for snow type thing. Um, oh, and then, man. And, like, and then I was just so disappointed because like I doubt there are even 50 ways of dying in this song. Like we got, we, we definitely got shrifted over like let's say 32 ways of dying disappointing also, this, to say the least this song should have faded out slowly over him just naming t causes of death <laughs> <laughs> it sounds the chorus is so 2013 but yes. the the verse structure is like very 1998, 1999, like almost fastball, like that weird Dude, kind of intersection. I got fastball with, too. Yeah, yeah, that weird intersection of like pseudo Latin influence mixed with like a little bit of surf the mariachi, and 60s. yeah, trumpet, yeah, or matador, like bullfighting music, exactly, yeah. some spicy like con conquest by uh, the White Stripes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, if you add some um, castanets, maybe we'll forget that you've already done the song forty times. I applaud their restraint for not putting castanets i thought sure i'm like they're coming in any moment now and i was listening for them i'm like where are the castanets you know they got they them they did the have them didn't they at the beginning did they, did they? they had I don't, some little oh rattlesnake they had some rattlesnake you know no, i don't, shady I don't rattlesnake think snake i think noise. i think i would have i think i would have heard those castanets um it <laughs> is the exact same chorus as drive-by it's like same fucking song uh, as we mm -hmm. sang um, Except just get the word Scion in it. She'll think I'm Superman, not Super Minivan. What? Love it. <laughs> she dried up in the desert, drowned in a hot tub, danced to death in East Side nightclub. 50 Ways to Say Goodbye is definitely my ironic favorite on the Train album. Like, I love <laughs> how much I hate this song. Yeah, I mean, it's almost, it's like silly to the level of like an ICP song. It, yeah. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, and it, it 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 shows. I mean, they're it's not funny, but it shows that they have some like I don't know. Some they're trying to make fun of themselves a little bit. Like they're not. It's not good. It's not funny. It's not like incisive commentary. But like they're at least not taking themselves so fucking seriously on that one, as opposed to fucking car <sighs> radio. Jesus Christ. Fucking, yeah. I find over the course of our human existence, one thing consists of consistence, and it's that we're all battling fear. Oh, dear. I don't know if we know why we're here. Oh, my. Too deep. Please stop thinking. I liked it better when my car had sound. Painful, sad thoughts like uh, one thing consists of consistence. <laughs> Not a word. Not a word. Mostly, though, he does, like, just he just repeats the lines about his, losing his car radio someone take it out car radio. car radio out my car right now i can't listen to my car radio which like i don't know what what's like the deeper meaning here um it's that his his brain is too big and smart and that you know when because his car radio got stolen now he has to you know sit alone with his big uh important thoughts the heavy burden he must bear tyler oh, fucking no. oh. i mean he That's can't stand to be alone with his thought oh right. god 
As, as somebody who's had their car broken into boring. four times and their radio <laughs> fucked with twice, it does suck to have to be stuck alone with your thoughts. When you drive a crappy purple Scion, you kind of make yourself a target. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the For, guy like, broke in ex-wives. and stole, stole all of their train CDs. <laughs> For Pat Monahan's ex-wives. <laughs> which is real which is what most of these songs are about, I feel like. You know, that's yeah. like this one is for sure is about about his ex-wife. I think the, probably the rest of the album is about his ex-wife. And he starts getting like dark, but like still doing nonstop pop culture references. Mm. Yeah, and I mean that's that, that even he starts here. This is like emotion. his version. This is his version of Kim. This is how he does Kim. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the uh, only way he and, can convey an emotion is by listing off, like, rote, memorized fucking, yeah, like, pop culture references from the 80s. Yeah. The 90s. And, and that's why this is the part of the album that I really start getting fed up with Train, because oh, this yeah. whole thing, it has such, like, sad divorced dad energy. Yeah. It has such, like, Rufus uh, Humphreys energy. Oh, big uh, Rufus Humphrey energy. Oh, my God. They actually look alike, too, Pat Monaghan. They Rufus do, Humphrey. yeah. I that think is, that Rufus Humphreys is probably canon. based on that. Money. They're both default <laughs> game characters. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. Right. Um, they're still both bootleg versions of Peter Gallagher. <laughs> um, so, it's, it's, for it's, me... Low-resolution oh. Billy Crudup. <laughs> yeah billy crudup palette swap uh but for me i think that for, i i gotta give it to train i i i liked the train song even less than than uh than car oh. Radio. oh man no car radio is worse it's yeah, really they're it both awful but it's a uh, car radio is worse man i'm i it's it's awful. 50 ways to say goodbye that's my my ironic fave so far so let's move on to you can finally. Oh, oh yeah. Woof. Mm. woof, 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 woof. You can finally meet my mom, followed by semi automatic. Should have spent less time making loop, spent more time in my birthday suit with you. It's just like a profound sinking feeling of dread. You know, it's like it's like being in a in a you know a situation with somebody you really want to get away from. Like you get the wrong, wrong vibes immediately, and you're just like cornered on the orange line and you have no escape. Like that's how it feels. It's so bad. You can finally meet my mom. I may be prepared to 
lock in wow. as the worst of the worst. It it was definitely my my pick on my first listen through. I I don't know if I'm ready to lock it in. Joel, what was it? Ode to Life? Ode to no. Sleep. Ode to, Ode to Sleep, sleep. is really bad. So it's a contender. But You Can Finally Meet My Mom, I'm pretty sure is a song about his ex-girlfriend committing suicide. And he's... Really? All he can say about it is like, uh, oh, yeah, well, cool. Now you're dead. You can meet my mom in heaven. And then when I die, I don't care about hanging out with Gilda Radner or Paul Newman or Buddha or the dude or who Jesus. had Pop Rocks and Soda at the same time. I'm going to hang out with you when I die and go to heaven. And I think this is such a fucking twisted look at Pat Monahan's psyche that even yeah. the only way he can process his fucking grief of his friend killing themselves, his possibly ex-girlfriend killing herself, is to be like, is to be like, haha, think of all the pop culture references you get to meet after you die in heaven. And that is yeah, sinister. This is, that this is, is definitely sinister. what someone is like. This is definitely the type of shit someone yells when they stop recognizing their home care nurse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and also, I just want to point out, uh, he's not, you know, he says all these people that he's going to hang out with, not, he's going to shoe hang out with in heaven in order to hang out with this friend of his that died. He says, no Whitney Houston, no Chet Baker, Andre the Giant, or the Undertaker. I just want to point out the Undertaker is very much alive. alive. <laughs> uh, perhaps he's trying to maintain kayfabe. He is the dead man. But uh, I think, Maybe uh, first, of all, first of all, he'd be in hell. He would definitely be in hell. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, <laughs> and second of all, uh, it's not real and he's alive. Yeah. And just the tonality, all, the, of, sucks. <laughs> the tonality of this song is all over the place. I mean, it, it actually reminds me of Ode to Sleep because the tonality is all over the place. It's just like, this is, at the end of the day, a song about death and meeting people in heaven. And yet it's got... The kind of whistles that should only I ever know. be in a song about children dying in a candy factory. <laughs> <laughs> it does. It sounds like, yeah, the what what is happening with the fucking whistle track in the background? Do what? I can't. I, I I didn't realize that this was about somebody he knew who also killed themselves. I was thinking like, but yeah, of course that's what it means. Well, what yeah. a, Oh my god, it's it, that's extremely fucking depraved. Like that that's the only way. It's sick shit. It's really sick shit, dude. That that's the only way it. that he knows how to express himself or like, you know, understand this like complex and uh, you know, extremely upsetting thing, like several upsetting things that have happened to him, like traumatic experiences and his way of assimilating those experiences into art is by saying like fucking you not you not Chris Farley, Mr. Rogers. Oh, I've waited so long. You can finally meet my mom. What? Imagine imagine how horrendously difficult and irritating it must be to be his therapist. <laughs> this dude doesn't go to therapy. <laughs> yeah, man, that's probably the problem there. I wonder about whether my mom's up there meeting Mr. Rogers <laughs> and the guy who played the sheriff in Blazing Saddles, who I won't even look up the fucking name of. It's Cleavon Little, Mr. Monahan. It's Cleavon <laughs> goddamn Little, and he is I looked a treasure. up your name. <laughs> I actually didn't look up his name. I, I gleaned it because you guys kept saying it over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> Pat Monahan? Yep. Yeah. 
Yeah. Our joke, okay. uh, or I think um, Jane yep. Doe's joke, Emily. or Emily's joke, mm-hmm. uh, in the the train episode we did was that it's it's the name of a, you know, a, a Republican New York, uh, or sorry, New Hampshire Senate candidate, Pat oh. Monahan for Senate. Pat Mon- Pat Monahan wrong for New Hampshire. <laughs> All right. So have we talked about um, uh, semi-automatic yet? I don't have many notes on it. I don't either. I was just I did, so I offended by the train it. song. This was one of the first times during listening to these albums that I didn't write a single thing down about it because that's how unexceptional it was. I mean, yeah, the only thing that's exceptional, once again, is that he fucking raps and it's always terrible. And it's just, it's always bad. It's always fake deep. You know, with gravity, the earth turns from sanity, taking my only friend I know. He lives a lie. His name is Hope. Well, okay. All right. We're... <laughs> personifying a feeling good job you know seventh grade poetry journal fucking you know you get a, a check you don't even get a check plus um I hope he gets a check from pixar for stealing his idea for inside out <laughs> <laughs> so I, that's the check i hope tyler gets uh i wrote down the lyrics i'm never what i like i'm double-sided and i just can't hide it i kind of like it when i make you cry because oh, yeah. i'm twisted up Twisted up inside. <laughs> I might twisted life inside is my twisted life my eyelids inside my eyes. It's yeah, it's so a little taste of corn. corn there. It's cream yeah, corn. Soft, co- it's, soft it's core corn. corn. It's soft core corn. <laughs> soft core corn. Done. <laughs> Done. Twisted mind makes me cry. Makes me happy when you cry. <laughs> Joker fight. <laughs> so Joker fight. Oh, at, least, yeah, at least have the stones to do the weird corn scat singing. Yeah. Yeah, especially if you're going to be doing it over like a like Skrillex light uh, sort of beat. Diet Skrillex. Yeah. Well, so Monster much of this energy is just... sugar free. <laughs> Go on. The way that so much like Christian media feels like weird, bizarro, watered down versions of this. This is like, yeah, Christian Skrillex, Christian Eminem, uh, now Christian corn. I'm the twisted Christian. <laughs> Christian I minds. <laughs> I mean, that's literally what it is. And it's so, uh, it doesn't, it, it also seems like he's very unhappy. Like this guy's life yeah. sucks. Every single song sucks. It's about how miserable he is, how he, you know, wants to die. Uh, well, he wants you, to kill himself. You- and it's like you'd be what, miserable if you God's were him. Not wor- yeah, right. I guess, but like God's not working. This isn't, you know. <laughs> maybe try something different, like therapy. Yeah, just try killing yourself. <laughs> yeah, just try. Allegedly, allegedly. In Minecraft. In Minecraft. <laughs> um, should we give our points? Yeah, I think uh, you can finally meet my mom. Gets it this time, but wow, yeah. still close, still for close. sure, for sure. It's I, I, I'm still strongly leaning towards worst of the worsting it, but uh, I'm not quite ready to lock it in. So we will get there. Uh, up next is "Sing Together" by Train versus "Screen" by Twenty One Pilots. <laughs> Got a screen uh. in his untrimmed chests. <laughs> Remember the place we met Take your breath and soon I bet you'll see Without you I would never be me You are the leaves of my family tree 
That is so eerie that in both albums, like the Barn Stomp ukulele song and then the other ukulele song were in the same sequence. It's the Warner Brothers man or whoever. It's just this is the the label. Yeah, it's like a it's like a uh, like is this just a coded cue drop? Is this yes. like a a signal to the pedophile it's cabal? It's why there's so like, many this genius is how they communicate. This is how they. This is how Warner, the, like the head of Warner Brothers, communicates out like the the location of the next, uh, like Adrenochrome Hardy, uh, is like <laughs> yeah. they it's have to code 37. it into the track sequencing of uh, of two different uh, albums. I yeah, Train's been Train's been a Q operative for years, <laughs> <laughs> for sure. That's how Pat Monahan was so able to so like handily win the election in, in New Hampshire was just it's because true. of his ties to the deep state. Of course, of course. Yeah, these two songs sound exactly the fucking same. They actually might have the same chord progression. We were just saying. I'm just gonna play a little bit really quickly. If I go before I say to everyone in my ballet. It's the same. It's the same. Oh no! It's a little, ever so slightly they, different. To, the to the fourth, the end of the movement is different. They had they have like a step down, but I mean, <laughs> to be fair, they're both the four chords progressions, though. They're they're the they're the the do up the let it be progression. Oh God! So they're awful bad. songs. This one I almost wanted to call a tie on. I just don't think that's allowed. But like, I think, I mean. Oh, the 21 pilots lyrics oh my god oh my um, god i mean screen i know both on lyrics. My chest. screen on my chest what there's a screen on his chest can't song. see past his own nose he's seeing everything in slow-mo look out below crashing down to the ground just like a just like a vertical locomotive tiv. that's a train Am I painting the picture that's in my brain? <laughs> Whoa. A train in from the sky, locomotive. My motives are insane. Oh, wait. my God. Wait, wait, wait. What? Now, now go with me here. We, are, <laughs> we already mentioned Q. We're mm -hmm. getting into conspiracy theories. We are. What if Train and 21 Pilots secretly are the same band? What if 21 Pilots is just Train after they've sucked up all the adrenochrome and made themselves younger? one <laughs> oh. is the one is a clone band as we know there's a lot of clones involved in this whole exactly uh, yeah so I'm, I'm thinking more like the question like is a vampire you know how like a vampire will look older if it hasn't fed in a while that's train yes. that's train yes <laughs> and right. then 21 pilots they're like the antediluvians pat monahan i just want to read these lyrics from the trains train song sing together um just sing together it's the least that i can do my final gift to you uh when i'm past the pearly gate i will find some real estate we can settle down and watch the world go around 
So first of all, I want to address, you know, why is Pat Monahan so preoccupied with death on this album? Are these all same with the other guy calls for help? Uh, you know, there's two songs in a row where he's talking about dying, going to heaven. Um, second of all, let's just discuss for a moment Very this assertion big that heaven has a on his part too that he'd be going there. Right, exactly. Very presumptuous. But let's also just, I just want to point out this. He says that when he's at the pearly, pearly gate, I will find some real estate. So heaven has a real estate market, of course. In this of course. scenario, it's capitalist America, heaven. <laughs> Clearly, what's that? How's that? How's that going to work? Does that mean there's limited housing? Does that mean there's homeless in heaven? Well, luckily, do you I have got, to pay I, a I heaven mortgage? <laughs> I got good news for you, which is that it's all bullshit. So luckily, none of these things. Wow! Wow! Don't say that for the Tyler. <laughs> You're just gonna drive him. You're going to drive him suicide. Like a locomotive. I mean, both, these are two very suicidal men uh, calling out for help the only way they know how by playing the by same going, four oh, chords. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I am dead inside. <laughs> Call an ambulance from my soul. The train song, I mean, the use of block court, like that, the, the chorus where he's like literally just singing like the root note of the the chords is like pretty cringy i mean that's like one of the most clumsy musical tricks you could ever use ever to just really telegraph the melody like that but man the lyrics to screen i are know so bad i mean it feels yeah. like if it screen feels like if rent was written by someone who somehow made it to their late 20s without knowing a single person who ever died <sighs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're very shielded by privilege, I'll say. There is a rare, a rare moment of insight on this uh, song on the screen where he says, my flow's not great, okay? I conversate with people who know if I flow on a song, I'll get no radio play. <laughs> radio play. Radio Which play. actually, unfortunately, he did get radio play all, all over, mm -hmm. even when he flows on a song. But he does. Yeah, I wish that was the case. <laughs> I wish he would have gotten should... no play and just no. would have sat his ass down and instead ate some yo play. <laughs> I think this is again, this is his like uh, very Christian uh, take on being Eminem, where he's like, these labels try to hold me down and <laughs> censor what I say, but it's like, it's like, yeah, they say I won't be able to be played on the radio play if I rap. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. Dude, homeboy hasn't even dropped like an ass. Like he hasn't like he, he doesn't cuss on any single song. No, there's nothing to censor him for. What would you even censor? Will Smith don't got to cuss in his raps to sell records. Well, neither do I. <laughs> Additionally, as well. <laughs> so I love him and I love you too. Yo, let me rap to you about how I'm bad at rapping, rapping. to you. <laughs> oh, you're really, really bad at this. On the head. Like Train also is like overly verbose word salad -y, and yet they somehow do it better than this guy who that's his whole thing. Yeah. 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 So who are we giving our points to? Screen. Screen. 21 Pilots. I'm giving it to Screen too. Yeah. Screen too. <laughs> Sequel. We got to move on. The next two here are called <laughs> Mermaid by Train. Oh, God. Followed by the <laughs> run and go by 21 Violets. It's getting dark here, guys. It's getting rough. Love on the future sound. My treasure map was on your
hand you all my trouble Don't wanna give you all my demons You'll have to watch me struggle From several rooms away But tonight I need you to stay Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's, it's... These are two of the worst on either album. Like this is an impressive. This is a powerhouse matchup. I think. Yeah, we're hitting new lows like every single time, man. We're sub. We're far past subterranean. I mean, this. Yeah, we're 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 definitely. We've moved from the from the train to the subway. Uh, to the core of the earth where I'm praying that I will be incinerated soon. It's 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 so bad, dude. Do 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 still gonna have a rap that I get a force in at the very end where I say cold nights under siege from accusations, cerebral thunder in one way conversation. Ooh, yeah. Ooh. yeah, and I then mean, when they're not rapping again, it's just Christian ELO from middle schoolers mixed with a Petco commercial. <laughs> yeah, dude, so much, so much of these albums feel like commercials from not just yeah. from that time period, but now. This is just it's Spotify ad melody, Apple, mm-hmm. Apple Music melody, it's, Petco. It's, it's by the algorithm for the algorithm. You know exactly. It's, yeah, it's what happens. Yeah, it's when, just the, when, it's when the train robot to... intelligence surpasses ours, and we're just kind of left alone. You know, with our thoughts, with no car radio, while robots talk to each other. This is what they say. Yeah, <laughs> this this is the music that computers write to entertain themselves. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, it's it. Yeah, it's so fucking bad. The but mermaid though. Mermaid. But mermaid. Mermaid. Is this shit from the fucking Finding Dory soundtrack or something? Like, why does this exist? No, it's why? Like did, a, why? It's like a it, a fifty first dates. You know, it's definitely a, a a you know a straight to Netflix Adam Sandler romantic comedy trailer so- soundtrack song. I mean, it feels like if you could somehow take the music of a Ricky Martin song. And then pass it through Google Translate multiple times. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that thing that the the bot that completes the songs for you. Yeah, yeah. Well, and he also has to have his, uh, you know, his his celebrity, fucking his pop culture reference Mad Libs. <laughs> Can't swim, so I took a boat to an island so remote only Johnny Depp has ever been to it before. Oh, what do we God. say? What is that? Yeah, mean? it's just, oh because he was in the pirate movies. Oh. How about, oh, I, uh, I think it's because Johnny Depp owned his own island. Do you remember that? Johnny Depp, like, owned, oh, yeah. he, he owned would. his own island in, like, the south of France. Because I he thought was that was Nicolas so Cage. Absurd. No, Nicolas Cage owns a castle in Scotland. Okay. I think he used to own an island, too, but he had to sell it because he went bankrupt. Um, yeah, Nicolas Cage loves buying things and then not being able to afford them. I don't want to live in <laughs> yeah. a world in which Johnny Depp can have an island, but fucking Nicolas Cage cannot. <laughs> yeah, we need to do something about this. Yeah. Look, Sharks. Nicholas Cage deserves his own planet. Nicholas Cage just deserves to be given the moon. Yeah, it's called Krypton. <laughs> Baboon. All right. They go still ahead. gotta make that Superman movie where he's Superman. I think it's a better time now than ever. Um, I'm Sharks gonna, I'm Green with feet, your Lex Luthor. <laughs> I'm gonna use my rays, <laughs> my 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 X-ray vision. <laughs> um. 
Sharks green with envy, they wonder what you see in me. Uh, sorry, rescued you by the banyan tree. All the girlfish in the sea couldn't hold a candle to you. They don't have a handle on you. They don't have a scandal on you. I love echo sandals on you. Saving me was B.I.G. All the boyfish in the sea, they all wish that they could be me. I fucking hate train. That's I hate worse, them. That's, that is worse than any given fucking 21 Pilots rap. Right there. That is, oh, that, it doesn't know, get any worse than that. No, no, I'm sorry. That is worse than any 21 Pilots rap. I don't care about the way, the weird stilted delivery or anything. That shit, that shit is unacceptable, Pat Monahan. Unacceptable. <laughs> Uh, uh, I I like it more because of, of how mad you are. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's a lot of really awful, very comparative. I love Echo Sandals on you. <laughs> that also that reminds me almost of like a Chance the Rapper Big Day fucking. Lyric. Oh yes, it really does. Mm. Um, I love Echo Sandals on you. But I, I look, they don't hold a candle on you. They don't have a candle on you. What does that mean? Ugh. What does it mean? I know like mermaids are like, so they're like hot, but like, what does it actually mean? Like anatomically to fuck a mermaid, you know, like you're just fucking a fish at I mean, that point. Have right? you seen the lighthouse? <laughs> yeah, but they have a big <laughs> vagina in the front. Doesn't look like that. Yeah, not not exactly my 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 thing personally. <laughs> doesn't get me going, you know? Well, I mean, this is just another divorced dad. Ah, my ex-wife. I wish I met a mermaid instead. That's what the song is. <laughs> that it's is just... what the song is. I'll tell you, I saw the lighthouse. That was a better looking vagina than my ex-wife's. <laughs> I'll be here all week. I'm Pat Von Ham. Just let, yeah, just let. Vote for me for Pat, Senate for New Hampshire. Let, <laughs> let Pat Monahan have sex with the fish lady. Sorry, the girl fish. The girlfish. The girlfish. <laughs> the girlfish. Ew! Does that imply I, that it's know, like an underage mermaid? In my in my head canon, uh, this song was originally called "Girlfish," and Pat Monahan <laughs> had to be told the word was "mermaid" halfway through recording it. <laughs> he thought he was the first one to come up with this yeah, concept. Yeah, like, like in the Disney it's movie, a half girl, half fish. <laughs> like in the <laughs> Disney movie, the little Imagine. girlfish. Is it really called the Little Mermaid? How do I not remember that? I was 38 when that movie came out. <laughs> Every single song is him reminding us that he's like beyond time, that he's like at least 55. Like, oh, I would have wished in 92 for a mermaid just like you. He's got to be like 50 something, right? I, I don't know. He's old. He's like what? perpetually yeah. 50. I feel like he's been 50 his whole life. Well, no, yeah. so actually, it's funny you mentioned the little mermaid in reference to that because I looked up the genius annotation on that because I thought he was saying that because Little Mermaid came out in 1992, which I'm not even sure if it did. It might have been 91. Came out um, in 89. 89, yeah. But he, uh, no, I looked it up and it's because he married his first wife in 1992. So he's he was a 55. grown man getting married, or at least he like met her in 1992. He's so he was according to his Wikipedia, he was born in nineteen sixty nine, which really does not seem right. That um, I guess that means he's he's fifty one. I guess that's yeah. reasonable. That doesn't make sense. No, I mean it, no, it kinda he was fifty one in two thousand one though. Well that's true. <laughs> we do know he's he always been fifty one. He's, he's an antediluvian. That's the age that he was bitten. <laughs> by by a mermaid. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, um man. all right so what were we what do we have anything else to say about the run know. and go no it's it's terrible um 
but he doesn't rap, so I give it to the run and go. Oh, you give it to Train as the worst? Uh, Train's worst, yeah, because, yeah, they don't, mm. they don't rap. Yeah, Mermaid's pretty bad. Mermaid's a real standout in how bad it is, whereas yeah. for once, the other 21 Pilot song is, like, fairly inoffensive. The, the 21 Pilot song just, like, all it does is answer the question, what if people thought the band Fun was too edgy? um all right let's move on we gotta we gotta keep it going here keep this train uh train pulling up the rear i mean 21 pilots still ahead but train is catching up uh in this race so see what happens with california 37 versus fake you out oh my god dude oh my god oh my god oh my god oh uh every single one of these songs it's so i used the terminology here it's so dense with wrongness Every layer of that song is wrong. It is difficult. It is so difficult to fucking get through. It's so overwrought. It's so the the you know thoughts are so underdeveloped. There's scriggity scratches. There's fucking you know chip tune synths. There's fucking the worst goddamn rapping that really makes you ache for 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 broken side legitimately. I I. The kids Ooh, are doing it. They're know. killing themselves. They feel they have no control of the prisoner's cell. And if you're one of them, then you it's just, oh my God, it's Look, so I, bad. Also, the way I, he says, what are the what are the kids doing? They're killing themselves. It makes it sound like suicide is like this hot new trend amongst I know. <laughs> you know like the movie Suicide Club. I'm really glad you brought that up because I actually was thinking about that too. It feels like there's this, you know, there's this like commonality with the 21 pilots, especially, I guess, you know, the fueled by ramen influence, maybe the fact that they're like emo or, or whatever, like there is this really kind of like sinister and like toxic glorification of like mental illness and suicide and depression in like some emo music. And I feel like, you know, it's such a cynical, like, you know, fucking two dimensional, like there's no exploration of it. It's just this perpetual fucking angst and like glorification of like self harm and just like, and this is like what people, you know, young kids are like listening to. And this to me is, is, is much more like fucking, I don't know, like sinister and kind of evil than like some of the other shit that, you know, Christians wring their hands about over, you know? Yeah, it's it's all of this like pain and darkness and suffering, quote unquote, but like so commodified and packaged yes. in it, it's really gross. I mean, fashionable. like this fashionable. I, I, yeah. I wrote down for this that like this song feels like if a Disney show was made by prisoners. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. You know, the train, you got to, if you're talking about like the, the suicidal lyrics though, like oh, I should point God. out, this is the third train song in a row where Pat Monahan's talking about going to heaven. Uh, I was looking for some heaven. There's no need to look no more. California 37 took me right to heaven's door. This man's talking about crashing his car into a ditch. I mean, we really should, someone should check on Pat Monahan. And my headcanon, this album, California 37, is Monahan, Pat Monahan at his like, lowest point in his life just like his most depressed and this is the only way he can express his sadness his the only way that his brain will allow him to express his health express himself in any way is like this like goofy dad rock you know dad soft rock music and it's like he's just like crying out for help from like by the <laughs> the sunken place yeah by and, dispassionately like, reciting pop cultural references from each of the traumatic years of his fucking <laughs> like adulthood yeah well it's still <laughs> another song about his ditch ex-wife did you yeah, hear those dude. lyrics yeah ding yeah. Dong. Yeah. The, Go ahead. the witch ain't dead she's still trying to take my bread four more four more years till my girl's all gone then the bitch is going to have to leave me alone. All grown. So yeah, my sorry. girls are all grown. So, you know, the bitch so is going to no have no more child support. No support. Exactly. No more child support. It's all good because mm -hmm. I'm happy as a flea on a mountain of dogs. You see. God. Dude. So, yeah, I don't know. I for me, this song was much worse because the even with as bad as the rapping part was on the 21 pilot song, the rest of it was just kind of like kids bop MGMT, which mm. I thought. Yeah weirdly was like maybe one of the better done one of the least like offend like you know objectionable songs on the album up and and then the rapping happened and it was like oh god damn it but it was at just least like so just one much verse. rapping it but you're yeah. right i agree i think california 37 is worse i i do agree with that i mean yeah especially the sentiment on it is 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 awful and it's it's the shortest song on the album, too. So it, it really, it does a lot of work to be a worse song in such a short period of time. It's like a right. two, it's like two minutes and ten seconds or something like that. Shortest yeah. song on the album, expressing the album's desire to be done quickly. <laughs> and still somehow worse than a 21 Pilot song where he raps. Yeah. That's like, you gotta, like, train Bravo. That's a that's an exception, some exceptional March Badness right there. Yeah, yeah, it's bad. Uh, I think California 37 is worse. Yeah. So we're and all going train. The, the way that that veneer has slipped just a little bit in this song is just like gross and sinister. Like he's yes. been kind of like, you know, with the with the 50 ways to say goodbye, he's like, <laughs> isn't it funny if I just describe all these ways that my ex could have died? But like California 37 is just basically like, she's a bitch. I can't wait till our kids are grown up so I don't have to send her money. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Just nakedly like misogynist and like awful. Just yeah. like and Pat Monahan, Pat Monahan, the only moment of the album where Pat Monahan goes fully mask off and it's ugly. It's gross, dude. There's yeah. a sinister mask off vibe to all of this shit, even though it's it's also like so corporatized on both albums. Yeah. It's like it, it it's it's corporate jokerfied. It's it's awful. Yeah. It's this awful. is what happens when a Warner Brothers producer gets their hands on Sam Kinison's psyche. <laughs> <laughs> yep, oh, yeah. Well, Speaking of Sam Kinison, I will give 21 Pilots guy one thing. Tyler, I'll give him one thing. Pretty good scream. A couple parts oh, of yeah. the album where he screams. So, uh, all right, guys, I don't want to alarm you. Oh, no. I just want to let you know, Train is only behind by one point now. It is <laughs> 14 to 13. Bad. 
That seems so, impossible. That's absurd. Truly, I haven't anyone's checked in, game. Though. I haven't locked in my my worst of the worst. I haven't locked in either. Yeah. No one has locked in, and the, that, as we know, is really the golden snitch of this whole game. That can change <laughs> everything. Uh, the uh, the worst of the worst. So, in truly anyone's game, we don't know what's going to happen. And up next, we're going to do uh, trains. Uh, we were made for this, <laughs> followed by. <laughs> By 21 Pilots, a song called Guns for Hands. While the girls all dance beneath a burning man And the last waltz did somersaults To finish off the band when they began In a wonder winter land What are we doing here? This is, this is. We've all got guns for hands, you know. We have guns for hands. Got it. Okay. Cool. Mm -hmm. All right. So we got a we got a paramour. We got a paramour chorus. We got a Mm -hmm. we got like a little bit of a of a growly, you know, like Thursday Thursday scream. We have like the Owl City, you know, bootleg. Postal Service, Interpol, Twinkly, you know, keyboards. And then like this, it's, it sounds like royalty free, like, you know, corporate like training video music. Like, but then you have like kind of a good chorus, like, I, but the stupidest fucking, what does that mean? To have guns for hands? What? Uh, this is one where I had to go to the genius annotations. Oh, and, God. Because uh, it's, 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 it's about self-harm. Of you know? course just... it is. Uh, look, I actually, I didn't think, I, I agree with you. The chorus is pretty good. I didn't think the song was that bad until there's this moment where literally it sounds as if the song itself gets sucked into a vortex. <laughs> Everything goes. <laughs> and oh yeah, like, that's right. It, it crossfades into the, the, it's like, it is as if the song lands onto like, uh, just a, a reggae rap bridge. Yeah. It just suddenly becomes. Uh, 311. becomes. <laughs> 311. All of a sudden, it becomes 311. They're like, "Oh I, God, what have they done? Where did, why did they go break. here?" That yeah, reggae break was a new this. kind of hell. Let me try to find it. <laughs> Yeah, what is the secret of Monkey Island bullshit? Oh my god, dude! Oh my god! Yeah, that that part alone. I mean, look, the train song is pretty saccharine. It's you know, it's but it's also like probably 
It's a good vocal know. performance it's, by our boy Pat Monahan. I'll say, yeah, kind of gets it's a, little a little bit soulful. Yeah, a little bit. It's a little bad. It's a it's a nice. It's a serviceable ballad. Yeah, there's not yeah. enough in that song to hate. Yeah, right. And it's well, and it, he's got. I mean, it's another one of those like just you know check off the boxes of the cultural references. A sly and the family stone and the band and when the girls all danced beneath a burning man, which I just think is so hilarious. <laughs> Pat Monahan has such an obsession we, with Burning Man, but he's absolutely he's never, never been. been. And he he's will never, never go. Been, and he will never go. Um, he probably thinks he has to be invited. <laughs> yeah, and nobody's going to invite <laughs> him, I'll tell he's you He's like, what. they keep losing my invitation in the mail. I'm sure that's it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, like you, After he goes, you would have to be invited. They, they're going to change their policy, I hear. Folks, oh. after Pat Monahan goes, <laughs> they're going to change, get this, their policy so that you do need an invite. <laughs> They'll still Folks. never get invited. They'll, Burning Man <laughs> would never admit someone with his bizarre, uncanny, and yet unsettling amount of facial symmetry. <laughs> he does have a strong jaw. <laughs> I This is where he truly feels beyond time and space, too. Just mashing up these cultural touchstones of, like, completely different generations. We're talking about the last waltz in the band, for, you know, in mm-hmm. Burning Man. And now, and then there was kind of, like, a sick guitar riff or, like, something close to a guitar riff that was, like, the first one on, I think, both albums. And then at the end... There's bagpipes for some reason. And yeah, uh, first bagpipe outro we've heard since the cornucopia. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> what a sentence to say. <laughs> what a <laughs> sentence to say. Um, I just said, is Pat Monahan feeling me up non-consensually at the Southie, Southie parade? I don't know, but it's still better than uh, guns for hands, dude. What the fuck? Yeah. What the fuck? I, 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 I think, you know, like you said, he has all these pop culture references in the song, as he always does, but they seem a little more tasteful here, where it's like him saying, like, oh, yeah, us breaking up, that's like when the band, the band broke up, uh, is, you know, that's a little more appropriate than like, oh, yeah, uh, I can't wait uh, to hang out with my uh, dead friend in heaven instead of Chris Farley. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a little bit less of a, a a clumsy application of that concept. Yeah, uh, a little more dexterous. Um, yeah. yeah, there's there's something about the way Pat Monahan has been just kind of it, it's particularly potent on the opening track. This will be my year, but the way Pat Monahan just kind of rolls these uh these pop cultural and like I guess sort of political references out. It like it really stinks of like rich liberals who are aware of news stories, but it doesn't impact their lives yeah. like, at mm-hmm. all. Yeah. It's just headline recitation. It's nobody's reading yeah. beyond it, you know, for sure. Um, But yeah, I got to give it to guns for hands is, is worse on this one. So like, yeah. Pull ahead. 21 pilots. Come on. I'm, I'm also like giving it to guns to for more, hands. But... <laughs> what about you, Nick? Uh, I'm giving it to guns for hands as well. I mean, I think we are all surprised how close this has been, but I think we've also went into this being like, 21 Pilots is one of the worst things I've ever heard. Ever and heard. it would be weird if it didn't win. Absolutely. And by win, yeah. I mean lose. And Well, we're uh, the lo- the real losers. Yes. We're the losers, but, yeah. Guaranteed. No, yeah. I will say, you know, I, I definitely, I, especially after the first three songs, uh, I had the same thought of like, obviously it's in the bag for 21 Pilots. It, it would not make sense for Train to Win, but... As these albums have progressed, as the Pat Monahan divorced dad uh, show has like gone 
you know, deep, as I've gone deeper down the rabbit hole of his psyche, like, I'm not surprised Train is doing this well uh, in the competition. Uh, it, Train is classically horrible. Like, Train, Train is, deserves, like, this is a, a they're a worthy opponent to 21 pilots, I would say. Yeah. Yeah, I'd agree. So, All right. We're on the last we song now. are down to the final two. There is technically one more song in the 21 Pilots album, but I did not listen to it, and I refuse to. It's a very short song. It's basically an outro. No way anyone would have chosen it for worst of the worst, so don't even worry about it. I did listen All to right. it. Don't worry about it. I, I, I think I was asleep at this point, so I don't remember either of these two songs. Uh, yeah, I, I, I completely dissociated by this point in both <laughs> these albums. <laughs> Absolutely. My last note of on the page was put me to sleep, Pat. <laughs> and that was, was exactly what happened. Um, I so was listening he, to these songs, but I was mentally in a much more pleasant place, such as, I don't know, island, a French prison in the 1400s. <laughs> the island that Johnny Depp was on. <laughs> yeah, being um, hunted by Johnny Depp. <laughs> All right, so this is When the Fog Rolls In by Train, followed by Trees by 21 Pilots. Here we go. So glad this is over. I I have barely anything to say about either of these guys. Go, Mike. Well, they're both coming in with the uh, the balladry to end the albums. Um, you know, I think the train song is uh, the only moment of like real gravitas on the album, just because this is the only one. There's no Ooh. there's no pop culture references in this song. No goofy yeah. dad joke bullshit. It's just actual. Seemingly like, you know, close to human emotions. Uh, it yeah. is still like a sap, a sap, sappy saccharine, like kind of generic ballad. It's not amazing, but it's probably the best train song I've ever heard. Um, yeah, you can hear a little, you know, rasp in his voice. I think like every once in a while he 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 breaks past the fucking, you know, Adam Levine falsetto. And he actually kind of like, you know, gives us a little little something. And you can hear it on that song. It didn't make me want to punch uh, him in the know. fucking it, teeth like I usually do. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I don't know. It's it I, it it really irks me for some reason. Um, because once again, it does that very like obnoxious block chord thing in the chorus where it's just like so clumsily following right along the melody line, like right on those on those roots of the chords. Yeah. That I just find so frustrating. Yeah. It just this song felt like somebody threatened the song angel from montgomery at gunpoint to remain perfectly still yeah <laughs> and yeah i think i see you're, like it definitely melodically like they don't take any chances in trains certainly you can easily say that 
21 Pilots is the more experimental and adventurous band of the two, you know, for how whatever <laughs> terrible places those like explorations take you to, like they're at least they're trying to do something new. Uh, fucking uh, 21 Pilots song. I don't like the the return of the kids bop MGMT. Um, yeah, and I and don't like no their words in it. <laughs> take on this on the sap. They they're basically doing a train song to start another train ballad, and they go into like the end credits of uh fucking uh the Hunger Games. uncut gems territory. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, when when you look up the lyrics and it just says refrain da 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 da. It just says all you need to say. I mean, they yeah. It's it's one of the least offensive songs on the album for some reason for me, but it's not good enough to I mean, they're both really nothing songs that that shouldn't. shouldn't we really be. arrive at kind of like the philosophical question of judging these two albums as well, which is what do we penalize more? The complete absence of any kind of innovation and creativity and aesthetic uh, uh, variation or which is which is train or do we rather penalize the the group that clearly takes a lot of chances christian rap emo indie pop yeah yeah that clearly steer us into just such innovative uh realms of being unpleasant of badness Mm. yeah right right exactly it's i mean it's it's a classic 311 stained you know conundrum um in some ways, <laughs> we, we return we, as always to the three eleven stage. Yes, we're all we're all very aware the theory of which the case posits of, that the court case of three eleven v stained. Which band do we reward? The stained, aka train, or the three uh, eleven, aka twenty one pilots? And, One and of them. By reward, the first of whom, the first two who rhyme with each other, and the second two both have numbers. So, I mean, it's... Oh, my God, I was thinking that exact thing. (laughs) Because everything bad becomes bad in the same way eventually. Yeah, I I mean, I absolutely think, even though it was closer than you might have expected, I'm going to lock in my worst of the worst for, um, honestly, God, they're all so bad. Ode to Sleep and Holding On to You and Migraine are like the triple threat of like some of the worst fucking shit I've ever heard. Yeah. Um, so I'll, I'll, I'll just say it's going to be owed to sleep. I think with the jacking in and what I am anticipate being your jacking in, we'll see that 21 pilots will reign supreme, but we'll see. We'll see. What do you think, Nick? Uh, wait, hold on. Well, first we need to before. All right. So first of all, uh, thank you for lo- locking in your worst of the worst, uh, for, uh, 21 pilots is, um, owed to sleep. But before we all lock in, um, let's choose who wins the last round. Who you give your points to for oh. when the fog rolls in versus trees? Um, it honestly feels like a fucking wash to me. It feels like they're like the same. I'll give it to. I'll say Twenty One Pilots is worse. Yeah, I gave I gave it to Trees as well. But it it for that exact reason, I thought it was a wash, and it's like, well, what do I pick? The thing that's so exceptionally boring, or the thing that is like impressive in how it finds new ways to annoy me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have to give it to 21 Pilots as well. Uh just because I really thought that tr- that um train song was like kind of fine. It was like 
It was fine. Yeah. And what? I, I, honestly, that is a glowing recommendation on the show. Kind of fine is like the best you can possibly get. It's so. definitely not the best train song. But I will throw a little wrench in the works here real quick. To just let you guys know, because I for sure I'm going to lock in. Uh, you can finally meet my mom as worst of the worst. That song Ooh. really, I, 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 as bad as Ode to Light, uh, Ode to Sleep was, which that's definitely second place for worst of the worst. Um, just the conceit of that train song yeah. is so fucking. It's very fucked bad. up. I, 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 it makes you feel very bad. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's two points. Two extra points to train for me. It all comes down to you, oh. Nick. Man, you know what it, th- it needs to be. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'll say this: I was ready to lock in or, or j- jack jack in. You guys use different terms. <laughs> I was ready to jack off one of these, and um, I I had been prepared to say that "Ode to Sleep" was my least favorite song from the very beginning because, like. Just at just at the get go, the, the tonal shifts, just everything like it gives you the full package and it gives it to you so early on. Uh, it's it, it was a genuine shock to my system to hear that song. Uh, not to mention, I listened to this Twenty One Pilots album in two sittings, and the second time I listened to it, it automatically restarted at Ode to Sleep, and I had to hear that <laughs> intro again. And I I listened to it for a good probably minute minute and a half before I realized that that Spotify had reset the album. Ugh. Oh man, that's dramatic. That is a that is a an, a minute that you want back. <laughs> um, so that's that's my inclination, but also after re-listening to the song California Thirty Seven. Oh, which is which is like a Twenty One Pilot song on that train album. Yeah, but then do you oh. give, I. I don't know. I think I still got to give it to Ode to Sleep. Just the sheer, like I remember how I felt. <laughs> In my life right now, there are t- there. My life can be divided into two periods, and it's A-P the time before P-P. I heard Ode to Sleep and the t- yeah, A P and P P. Pre-pilots and after-pilots. Oh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Well, I'm glad that we've traumatized you for for uh, some reason. Um, no, for our delightful, loving, precious, and loyal stoppies. Uh, Mike, why don't we uh, let those stoppies know, and us, who's going to be moving on to the next round? So, yeah. So, it was, uh, at times, a hard-fought uh, battle. It uh, You know, it, it seems like Train could pull out a miracle win. But in the end, uh, as I think many of us predicted from jump, uh, it did ultimately fall to our boys in 21 Pilots. Uh, they Fuck. won by a score of 24 <laughs> to 15 and will be advancing to Ooh. the semifinals to take on the one seed, Will I Am. Will I Am. Yeah. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Uh, sorry, sorry. Two seed, Will I Am. Uh, the one seed is the Chainsmokers. Uh, who will be facing 311 in the semifinals. So uh, really some heavy hitters uh, remain in the tournament. Uh, I think it really could go to anyone. Um, does anyone have any predictions for, you know, who's going to win between these the, the final four here? So we, uh, wow. I mean, we haven't even gotten into Chainsmokers yet. I, I feel like between 311, 21 Pilots and Chainsmokers, I feel like it's going to be one of those. For some reason, I don't think it's going to be Will I Am, but you know, it's anyone's game. Anyone? I don't know. 
Will I Am had something to do with that Black Eyed Peas song that's terrible. Oh, he's, they... they're really bad. He, he's really uh, fucking bad. I got a lot a to do with Black Eyed. He he was the 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 the. The, the 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 black eyed peas was his like brainchild. Will I am is yeah. the king of the black eyed peas for sure. I've I've got a feeling is maybe one of the worst omnipresent pop songs to have ever existed. And if that's like Will I am operating at like the peak of his powers, I shudder to think the depths he can he can plumb. Yeah, and also <laughs> no, you know, Will I am by himself, no other input from others, you know, no other no Fergie to balance him out. I'm very worried about what is the experience of listening to these Will I Am solo records is going to be like. Pure unrestrained Will I Am. Yeah, yeah, he's definitely a contender. I, it, I mean, I, I don't know though. After this twenty-one, I mean, him versus twenty-one pilots, that could be the finals itself. Like, I mean, this damned seating is going to, you know, it's it, it can only be one of them heading to the finals. But I mean, I think they're they're both on a level of like, you know, especially now having gone through this whole 21 pilots experience like yeah they could really take it all the way i mean yeah. this is it's 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 some of the worst shit i've ever fucking heard although you can't I mean, count out 311 311 raps too and they also they rap, rap terribly mm-hmm. it's really bad i just honestly i don't think it could be 311 i don't think they want it bad enough i don't <laughs> they've been they've been around too long they've been around too long they're kind of a legacy act at this point i just uh... i don't think they got the fight in them i don't think they have just the sheer uh, inspiration to be as bad as 21 pilots you know yeah i think you you might be right that's sort of what we saw happen uh last year in the tournament with uh nickelback nickelback and, uh, you thought they could give it one last Magic big Dragons. run but they they sort of they stumbled at the finish line um so yeah is that gonna be the fate of 311 we we it remains to be seen but um certainly some some definitely some high level analysis from nick orlani there uh, and we are just so excited to see how this tournament is going to shake out. So uh, we want to thank you, our wonderful guest and friend, Nick, for spending three hours of your life with us. And then more additionally <laughs> on top of that, fucking listening to some of the worst music I've ever listened to ever. And I do a podcast yeah. exclusively about bad music. So uh, thank you, Nick, for coming and hanging with us today. We we appreciate it's good, you. It's good to be back. <laughs> Don't lie. As soon as I think I'm out, they pull me back in. It's true. Yeah. I mean, what do you think? How does this and, compare to Lulu and Broken Side for you? Ooh, I mean, that's really, 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 really tough. Uh, Lulu and Broken Side were both albums that just had such an oppressively gross mouthfeel to them. Yes. Just like, like these are bad, but like Lulu and broken side both made me feel like I had like woken up in wet cardboard. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You, yeah, it, it is a very greasy, oppressive mouthfeel of both of those albums. And I'm uh, not to mention Lulu is so fucking long. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Junior yeah, dad alone. I listened to it three Junior. times. I listened to it three times and I didn't have Spotify and I found a version of it that was literally just only two tracks. Yeah, those so early I had days. To to them in unbroken, like. Oh my God. Those early well, days we... where we all felt like we needed to do multiple listens. On, uh, <laughs> yeah, we don't, don't have time. We don't do that, that anymore. Bullshit. No way. Uh, all right, stoppies. Uh, oh, let's, uh, Nick, do you have anything you want to plug in, uh, in a pandemic? <laughs> anything? Um, 
Yeah, I'm I'm actually so I'm going on a tour. I'm just going to start going to restaurants and open mouth kissing people. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, I just think it's the time I think it's time to heal. It's Biden's America, so it's time to heal. And I think, you know, now that he's now that he's president, nothing is bad anymore and COVID's gone, so I can just go back to uh, you know, I I've given up comedy, stand-up comedy completely, and I think now it's just really uh the time in my life where I'm going to explore just just Going to public spaces and spitting in people's mouths. <laughs> All right, so catch Nick at the Kowloon where, where he will be spitting in your mouth as you walk in. Um. Yep. <laughs> Whether you like it or not, <laughs> mandatory. Yeah. I'm not allowed to spit in your mouth on the way out. I'm not. A, I've been told. Not, I've not been with told Charlie Baker in charge. <laughs> Well, no, that's that. This is actually on behalf of the the, the owners of the Kowloon. They don't want anything interfering with their flavor profile. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear! Oh, dear! Uh, well, you can support Nick in his comedy. He has a website, right? Don't you? With your name? Uh, com. I can't tell you the last time it's been updated. Perfect. Uh, you can um you can see my writing at uh at the hard times you can just do an author search for me at the hard times nick ortolani uh, i got a couple pieces up on medium most of what i'm doing is just writing writing for the internet right now uh other than that just a lot of video games so hey if if maybe if you want to support me maybe if one of the make it stop listeners can get their hands on a fucking nvidia 3060 for me i'd gladly take that as a donation <laughs> All right, Stoppies, you heard it here. Send us whatever that thing is that, that Nick wants, uh, and, and we'll give it to him, maybe. Uh, and Nick, do you, <laughs> what's your Twitter and Instagram and such? Uh, I believe they're both at Nick Ortolani. Okay, okay. Straightforward. My Instagram straight is a share. great place to just see screen grabs of my Hard Times articles. <laughs> nice. Awesome. Uh, that's basically what our Instagram is. Uh, it's just screen grabs yeah. of our shows. Um, all right. Well, you can uh, find us at Make It Stop Cast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, or at makeitstoppodcast.com. You can send us an email. You can send us a graphic processor or whatever that thing is that Nick uh, mentioned as well. That. Send, send us, us a cursed um, wood carving of a, of, a, of a mermaid with a big, with a nicer vagina than Pat Monahan's ex wife. <laughs> yeah. Send, send, send us. Send us whatever like ship's maiden head that Pat Monahan was staring at as he just like <laughs> slowly drifted into a Xanax nap. <laughs> While like fondling himself on the pier. Yeah. Thinking he's Johnny Depp. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's a that's a potent picture. Uh yeah, you can send us that. Or you can draw an illustration of that scene that we just created <laughs> in our minds. That'd be good too. Uh yeah, and uh the next episode we have will be the semifinals. Yeah, after this is gonna be uh round one, or sorry, uh, episode one of round two semifinals uh chain smokers uh the one seed making their first appearance after their bye with their album sick boy and that's going to be going up against the recent 311 album uh voyager of 2019 uh 311 so that is going to be do not underestimate how bad how much worse they've gotten since evolver um (laughs) it's gonna be a doozy yeah, and that one we have our, our dear friends Maggie and Ashley from the Rock Candy Podcast will be joining us for that one. So it's going to be a blast. We can't wait. Uh, we'll, we'll see you there, Stoppies.
Bye. 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 The Make It Stop podcast is produced and recorded by Heather McCormick and edited by Heather McCormick and Mike Dunn. We are part of the Boston Free Radio Podcast Network and affiliated with the Somerville Media Center in Union Square, Somerville. The music for our theme song is produced by Patrick Ahern. Thanks for listening. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.